Hey guys, and welcome to Roman Go Lightly, a podcast for creative adventurers. Hey guys, happy Monday. It's me, Laura. Um, if you don't know who I am, I'm the creator of Roman Go Lightly, this wonderful podcast that you're listening to, as well as a blog that um, it, our mission is basically to empower you to find everyday inspiration and adventure as much as possible every single day. We believe that everyone is an artist and that inspiration is for everyone. So we basically just want to fuel you with the resources so that you can find a little bit of creativity in your day-to-day life, whether that means you're working nine to five in a cubicle, if you're a new graduate, um, or even if you are a creative entrepreneur and you're your own boss. Um, Most importantly, we believe that adventure is a perspective and it can happen any second of every single day. We love grand adventures, so hopping on planes um, to inspire you to travel abroad, but we also believe that adventure can happen on a random Sunday afternoon as well, and we want to give you as many prompts to do so. So every Monday, I'll be interviewing some of the people who inspire me to, in the hopes to sort of extract ideas and inspiration to help you lead that adventurous and creative life that you crave. Um, and. Yeah, if you like what we're doing, make sure that you subscribe and give us a nice review so that other creative ventures like yourself can find us. So welcome, guys. Listen, I got a really nasty flu. Some of you guys who've been listening can probably tell by the amount of congestion that I have, but here I am um, after losing uh, my voice 100% last week. I had to skip, Um, but we're back to our regularly scheduled programming, and I'm pumped to introduce you guys to... Our guest today for our second local mini-sode of season two. Today I'm sitting down to chat with one of my favorite bands, um, Worries. After meeting John Paul Decker and Billy Gartrell in college, which we, which I will admit that I went to many late night gigs that they played at and I've played their album endlessly on road trips amongst other many <laughs> many times in my life. Um, I knew that I wanted to feature these guys um, on one of our local mini-sodes for season two. And just so you guys know some lingo to keep in mind while you're listening, um, LVC is our college alma mater. It stands for Lebanon Valley College. That's where we all met. And Luke, um, who is my boyfriend Luke, who you've met on our travel mini-sodes before, is not the missing member of Worries. In fact, that's another Luke who couldn't join us for this one. Um, We're going to be talking a lot about the local community um, of musicians here in Lancaster. So if you're a music lover, um, get your pen and paper ready because these other bands uh, deserve a nice shout out and they're awesome and deserve as much support in the world as we could possibly give them. So Worries um, is so incredible. They're punchy yet simple and they play with silence and man, do these guys play with heart and selfishly... um, as my friends, I'm so excited to have a chance to really sit down to hear about their process when songwriting. Um, Billy and, and John uh, actually do collaborate on all of their songs, which is something unlike most bands. If you're in a band, you might know that. So it was really interesting to hear about their process, and I'm super excited that we were able to sit down and chat. So enjoy. All right, cool. So we're sitting here with John Paul Decker and Billy Gartrell, and most of you guys know Luke. What's up? Luke Topping. Um, but we're uh, talking to these two guys because they're in Worries, as well as uh, their third member, Luke, who's not with us, but hey, Luke. <laughs> um, so yeah, thanks for doing this, guys. Yeah, for sure, yeah. 
Do you guys feel nervous? <laughs> Not really. I think we listen to enough podcasts that we kind of know what we're getting into. Right, I mean, right. you guys do podcasts. Sort right? of. Every now and then. Yeah. Billy and I, whenever we're in the Poconos, we try to run like a tech podcast with a few of our friends. We have a friend who's YouTube famous for like tech oh, stuff. so yeah. funny. <laughs> Random Frank P. Shout out. <laughs> we'll put him in the show notes. No big deal. But uh, yeah, good friend of ours. So we try to, I don't know, talk about nerdy stuff with him. I remember seeing like, and you guys do like videos with it too, right? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I remember seeing one of those. That's cool. So uh, can you just tell us a little bit about yourselves? What you do? Who are you in worries? What do you do in the real world? All that fun stuff. Sure. Uh, all right. So I'm Billy. Um, I play guitar and sing in worries. Um, other than that, I'm a designer um, and I'm also a creative project manager for a marketing company. Um, so I don't know, I have my hands on a couple different things, I guess. Cool. I'm John <laughs> and uh, I play bass and sing in worries. It feels weird telling you guys. I know, right, yeah, right. I know. That's how I feel. Um, <laughs> I'm also a videographer. I, I do virtual reality content for a company called Greenfish. Which is literally the future, <laughs> as I just experienced. Um, I date Laura. <laughs> she runs the podcast that you're listening to. And I make paintings and write songs. And you're a teacher. Oh, and I'm a teacher, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's where the big bucks come in. Cool. So you guys have you guys have been in bands together for like ever, right? We've Since been high in school? a band together. <laughs> and, like, it hasn't been worries forever? Uh, or has the name changed? We used to be called No Worries. Are you serious? <laughs> I was going to say under wraps for as long as possible, but I think this is an what appropriate a, What a change of heart. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Holy crap. <laughs> so, yeah, we've been playing together since, like, sophomore year of high school. Mm-hmm. So, so a while now. That's... Eight years, nine years, something like that. Yeah, which is funny because we have like one album and like, you know, haven't really done anything. But, <laughs> but uh, I don't know. We pretty much started playing together when we first started like playing our instruments. Like we've very much grown <laughs> a lot as a, a band. But what brought the change of the name about? I'm just curious. It was always like a placeholder name. Like we had a gig and it was like our first gig ever. And we're like, oh my God, we want to get our name ourselves. I remember drawing names out of a hat. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. nouns and adjectives and stuff in a hat. And we would keep drawing stuff until we got options. That actually was not one of them. I think that's what we settled on because none of them were good. <laughs> yeah. But. I feel like, from what I remember, I'd sent you a text and I was like, yo, no worries. We'll come up with a band name. <laughs> oh, and there it is. <laughs> and then... Uh, we were going to change it for a long time, but then we wound up making these, like, stickers that we put all around our high school. Oh, yeah. And everyone got, like, super into it. We had... So we went to a public high school, but, like, we still had to wear uniforms. And it was, like, really, like, locked down on, like, what you could and couldn't do. So, like, every kid had, like, these stickers. Well, they had little IDs that you had to wear on your neck, like, on a lanyard. Right. Right. And we started giving them out, and then everyone would put it on the back of their ID, and you weren't supposed to put stickers on your ID. Yeah, so we felt real cool. (laughs) Yeah, there were hundreds of them. There were teachers that were walking around with the stickers on their IDs. So once that happened, we were like, all right, we back this. (laughs) But You have to to tell them the story of Steak. Yeah, so my (laughs) youngest brother and his friends probably did a very similar thing to you except for they made shirts that just had a picture of a t-bone steak on it and just said steak under it and these shirts blew up and they like still everyone. have i think they have like i don't know well over a thousand likes on facebook 
they have never actually written a song yes. or like performed anything. They just made a band, made shirts, and became popular at our school and like the surrounding area for just being this band called wow. Steak. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. That's so. So, did you guys know you were going to? Did you guys plan on going to the same college, or did it just sort of? serendipitously yeah, it sort of just happened. happened yeah we looked a lot of uh, similar schools just because i don't know we're friends we just went on a lot of like tours together but um we went we went for the majors that we went for because he went for like recording technology i went for digital communications which was like a very broad media type of thing and they're both kind of like niche majors believe it or not and yeah, they both had them at lvc so it just kind of worked out very happy accident so, yeah. like, did you, when you guys found out that you were going to be at the same college, was it just like, oh, well, of course we're going to keep doing the band? Or I'm one, I just want to know, like, what, how did it come from a high school band to, like, what it is? I think that contributes now? to the, tra- the transition quite a bit. Because for, you know, starting college, we didn't really play. Yeah, we didn't play for a while. It's almost like a year. Mm-hmm. And then we lived together. And that's yeah. when we kind of started to do stuff again. So even though we were on the same campus, we didn't really play much. I really, we hung out like an okay amount, but mm-hmm. I don't know. We were kind of just like doing just the like college thing. Of, yeah. 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 I think we probably would have tried to hang out when we were at home and like write music anyway. Like I think we would have still been making yeah, music, but in a different like form. Yeah. Um, but yeah, then our sophomore year, we lived together. And that's when we like really started to like talk about a lot of the experiences that we had as freshmen um, which is like what a lot of our songs came from um, originally. And then like we realized that they're all like really sad and like totally did not fit the no worries vibe. <laughs> so we went through the process of trying to find a name again. And, and then for a very long time. And then Jack McCarthy, a good friend of ours who winds up like recording all of our stuff. And you guys know Jack, he's a great guy. Um, we brought up the idea of calling it just worries. And he was like, that's it. And <laughs> We finally settled on it. It was the easiest way out. (laughs) It's like Jack McCarthy said so, so we're going with it. Yeah. It's like how Facebook used to be the Facebook. Oh, Oh, yeah. (laughs) It's just worries. And then when you get happy in the future, you can be just worried. Oh, right. Oh, yeah. We're worried. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I've always thought about, like, if there are other bands called Worries, I think there's, like, a UK. There's a UK electronic dude. I've always he's actually really cool. <laughs> I'm the, we've never talked to him. No. You should. <laughs> There's a band called the Warriors. It's just, actually it's, from, it's just Warriors. Oh, not it's even just the, Warriors. Yeah, we actually played a show with the girl who is in that once, and that was real. So like Warriors and Warriors playing the same. Show. <laughs> yeah, it was very weird on the bill. Like it looked super bizarre. <laughs> We're not related. She was really nice though. Cool. So yeah, like. I, I, I don't know if this is true or not, but I always heard that you guys, like, actually collaborate on songs. Is that true? Because yeah. I know that some most other bands, like, I, I think I was talking to the Mellowells, and they were saying that, like, John will write a song, and then Jesse will write a song, or whoever, and then they come together, and they share, and they, like, tweak it a little bit, but it's pretty much, like, one contributes one song, one contributes another. So do you guys, you guys actually work, like, together on stuff? Right? Yeah, it definitely varies from song to song, because there are songs on our record houses gardens that Billy would write the entirety of, and you know, like how the song houses gardens, I think you wrote in one sitting just in your yeah. living room and then and I showed you guys and I was like, and... I don't know if I like this song. And you're like, no, let's play that <laughs> <laughs> title track of our record. And then you wrote most of like foreign arms. Mm-hmm. But then I remember sitting in our dorm room for our uh, sophomore year and we came up with like the hook at the end. Yeah. And then like, we both kind of 
wrote that, but then I sang it. And then there's like things where I wrote lyrics that you sing, like in knots. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a couple of other songs where like Luke actually wrote lyrics and then it's, it's kind of a it, mismatch it's all over depending the on what the song is. You wouldn't say you're like a jam band though. You don't just no, like jam until something. No, not <laughs> even a little bit. No, we have actually a pretty hard time jamming, I think, a lot. We're very structured with the way we play music. Sometimes we, but I don't know. Yeah. I don't know how to describe it. Yeah, I wish it. I could say like a concrete way that we go about it. I think it's hard when you talk about music because it's just like, well, it just sort of happened and we tweaked it and then we kept tweaking it. And I don't know. What, what was your process with writing songs? You were primarily the songwriter, correct? I mean, yeah, the band I play in or played in, Oh Great Mississippi, works more like that. But it's definitely one of those things where I think any song can go through as many transitions as you want. It just continues to grow or be something new. Like, I would start writing the skeleton of the song, like the chords and the lyrics and stuff and the melody. But then what it became with Oh Great Mississippi was definitely something I never could have created by myself. And like that edition of those songs is totally like the Oh Great Mississippi edition of those songs. Yeah. You know, I wonder for you guys, do you have any songs on Houses Gardens? <laughs> this is just more personal curiosity that are from high school. Winter. Oh, actually that was, oh, Ooh, man, yeah. that might have been freshman year. Um, I can't remember. There are, there are like little parts like, there are definitely lyrics that have carried over, like, just little sections um, of... The song West Queen is, an, is like, an alternate version of, like, the first song I ever wrote on guitar in high school. Yeah. It has the same, um, like, chord progression and stuff, but it's, like, three times faster and mm-hmm. really bad. <laughs> um, so... So in some way, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't think there's a full song, though. I think that's then. I think that happens for almost any songwriter too. Where I know that there are songs that I started that are on Oh Great Mississippi's album that I started like years before right, that right. I just couldn't finish, or were other songs, but I liked those chords, and so you you take them and it, you know, it's not the same song, but it is. Other question: Is there anywhere where we can find recordings? Yeah, of where you guys can we playing find in no high school? Now oh, really in high pink. school. Yeah, I want to see like some oh, high man. school. I want to see some no worries. We, we watched a bunch of them not too long ago. Yeah. All right. How are we doing <laughs> this? <laughs> Is this real life? We'll, we'll leave it as a as a hunt. Oh man, <laughs> <laughs> they're all mine. There's, there's definitely okay. the there's camp w- is still up and yeah, there's a no worries band camp. That's we have one. Really? E- we have one EP of two songs on there. Um, but yes. buy there's their, also a buy YouTube account. Actual <laughs> album before you go digging for that first, just yeah. for people listening. What's the song that you guys are like? I don't know. Like you're either like most proud of or like. You have the most fun performing. Okay. Different answers. You go first. Yeah, I guess it's twofold. (laughs) Most proud of, and you're going to laugh, probably uh, the song Dead on our record. What? (laughs) Billy's laughing because I go back and forth. Sometimes I hate that song. Well, we don't play it because you're always like, yo, I hate playing this song, man. (laughs) Yeah, that's why I have two different answers. I don't necessarily like playing that song live. It's, it I'm glad you said that though, because I love that song too. So that is a song that took a very long time uh, to work on. It it kind of has three different sections, mm-hmm. and the first two sections were written probably like two years, two prior. years before the last section was written and put onto our record. Very last minute. Yeah, the, we were like done with the album, and we were like, "Oh, we put, let's put this last song it. on. It feels right." And then, yeah. so I'm proud how that turned out because. I always liked the two sections separately, but we never had something to tie together, and it feels good. It's it's, it's a, a very important to song to me. Yeah, I like it a lot. It needs the end part too. It needs the end part of that mm-hmm. song. I love the ending of that song. I don't think it's complete without that. 
Cool. Song. What was your other one? You said you had another. I'll, I'll have to think about it. Favorite song to perform. perform? Yeah. I really like performing our new stuff. I, well, yeah, I do too. I, and I think that just comes with any band. I think right. you get tired of playing stuff over and over again. So. Right. I think my favorite song is Houses. Still. I don't know. I just, I like it. I like when people sing to it. It makes me feel alive. <laughs> it's, it's, I don't know. It's like my go-to. Like, I'm like, all right, if I have to play a song, like, I'm going to play that one. I don't know. <laughs> so how do you guys, like, keep it fresh when you do do your sets? That's is it tough. Different, is it different every time? Or do you, do you like, have to arrange things a certain way? I always, I don't know. I'm just curious how people, like, decide, like, okay, we're going to do this order tonight. Like, how does that choice? Yeah, we always, we always switch it up. I don't know. Can you comment on that at all? Uh... I feel like we go through phases of playing the same set and then like one night we'll just decide to switch it up like after it's been too long. We usually try to have like a good mix of the newer stuff that we like want to play and show off, but make sure that the vibe of the set is right. Like we really try to like start it off strong then kind of get into like a little bit of a slower and then kind of end strong. Like we, I don't know, we feel like we try to take the mood into consideration a lot. Mm -hmm. So I feel like we always start with like one or two songs because they just feel like good intro songs. It's yeah. like we have like a couple in like different categories. It's like this is a good intro song. These are good like middle set and like these we end with. And then we'll kind of just like mix and match those. Those internal categories. Right, right. Does that sound accurate? Yeah, that sounds right. <laughs> and we, we try to keep sets short. Um, like 20, 25 minutes is kind of what we aim for. Even if we're, <clears throat> we're given a longer time slot, it's too much is too much, you know? So Yeah. yeah. Well, we listened to your album on the way up to Vermont, which you probably got endless Snapchats. <laughs> yeah. Which uh, was delirium at, like, 2 a.m. But, like, I didn't realize, like, how your songs are, like, really, like, short and to the point. They're really short and punchy. So, like, I'm, I'm wondering, like, when you were writing songs, did you always have that, like, thought process in mind or it just sort of happened? Like, is the music you guys listen to short and sweet I, like that? I think there was a joke at some point where <laughs> we couldn't write a song that was longer than, like, two minutes. Back in high school, <laughs> yeah, in high school it was, like, way shorter, way faster. Like, we very much grew up listening to a lot of, um, like, pop punk, like Green Day. Yeah, tell like us the bands you, like, listen to oh, man. from the beginning of No right. to where you are now. Uh, it was always like angsty stuff, but yeah, but, like, I think like, like Green pop Day. angsty stuff. Green probably... Day was probably our, Blink, we were pretty much a Blink One Eight Two cover band for a long time. <laughs> um, but then we started to delve more into like I don't know, interesting punk. I, <laughs> I guess um, we're like very I don't know, invested in like the Scranton slash like Philadelphia punk like indie rock scene, and like um, you've probably heard us play songs by the band called the Menzingers before. They're like very big. Uh, influence on us and then uh, Luke our drummer um, his brother was in a band called the Holy Mess which is like a punk band like very fast like to the point um, so I think we have like a lot of influences from punk even though like we don't really play punk at all anymore but it's still kind of there so I think that's probably why they're short because that's yeah, just like yeah. what we have always known mm -hmm. I don't know I don't know I what do you think no I think that's definitely it and as we go on I, I see our songs becoming a lot longer like yeah the newer stuff is longer there's um, yeah one of the new songs is like over five minutes long which is really strange for us so yeah exciting i think we're just like experimenting yeah, more growing into musicians uh i guess for me one thing i'm interested in you guys because you've been doing it for so long you know like at least to me you have 
Um, I think one of the hardest things for me to balance is just uh, the difference between like the excitement and certain shows, you know, like we've played shows together. Our two bands with other people have just been like excitement, like, like out of this world, you know, and you're saying mm-hmm. like when people are singing your songs back to you, it's just like one of the greatest feelings you could probably ever hope to have. But you also go play shows where it's like almost no one. Like you were at a show for us where it was like my parents, you know, and you and like a couple other people and some bands of like 15 year olds that, you know, and I just wonder like when you do paintings and you show them, it's a lot more passive. So if people kind of walk by your painting, that's one thing. But when you're out there singing your heart out, I think it's for me a little harder to just like have this constantly unreliable, I don't know, source of people. Yeah, because, we definitely have no. like up and down shows because of that. Mm-hmm. We try to adapt. Um, we'll go into places and you know, last minute decide we're playing an acoustic set, or if it's a weird setting, we won't play on the stage and we'll play on the floor. Like mm-hmm. in a yeah, we do that every now. Like I feel like we've done that more often than not. If it's like an acoustic set or something, mm-hmm. like we'll just stand in the middle of the room and play. Like we try to make it interesting for us. In a weird way. If it's full band, though, I feel like that's, you know, it's a little harder because we're kind of like, okay, well, we have the drum kit. Like, we're going to play the full set. Um, we played a show just this past weekend. It was, we weren't even on the bill. <laughs> we showed up to support a friend and a band dropped. So grabbed an acoustic guitar and we played. And I think there were like two people in the, in the, in the whole bar. <laughs> yeah. One was our buddy Eric, who has seen us play hundreds of times. So he's probably really tired of us. But <laughs> So then yeah, has you, it become more like just for you? Definitely. I think, I think like, we hadn't played, like this weekend, we hadn't played in a month while. or two. So it just felt good. Mm-hmm. Just, yeah. But then, like, earlier in the summer, we played a lot. Um, and we played the same places a lot because we kind of just said yes to any show we could get just to see what that was like and realize that that's very taxing. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Yeah, we were playing almost every weekend every or every weekend other weekend for, for like three, three months. Yeah, three months. Wow. Which There's was a cool. lot, but then there were a lot of shows that didn't feel like it was really worth the time, like driving <clears> super <throat> far and stuff. I think when that happens, we just try to like try our best to just turn around, look at ourselves, and go like, okay, how can we like practice this time, make it an internal thing? I don't know. I don't know if I have a good answer for that. Yeah, question, I think but it's I, hard because like I think for me, like acting is like sometimes you have a not sold out set of people in an auditorium and then like you just do it because you have story to tell like this is our script i'm this character you sort of like disconnect but the difference between that and like what you guys are doing is it's so personal like these are the songs that you wrote and it's you like up there singing your heart out there's nothing to like separate a barrier between like your audience and like who you are so i guess like yeah it's i guess you'd have to sort of turn it in for something for you because otherwise it's just like well what am i doing here yeah, I mean, we've definitely had that thought of like, oh man, like this kind of sucks. <laughs> we, but you also, I have, mean, it's like... definitely happened. Yeah. Oh yeah, we tried. There's, there's been moments that we travel to a show, and it's just like you said earlier. It's it's good to go into into a show like that and look at it as a rehearsal. Like, let's play this song and see if we can make someone react to it at least. You know, even if it's the one person that showed up to the show. I think that's what makes it feel good is like if you do play that one show and like some new person it just comes up and is like wow that was really cool like I feel like it justifies everything mm-hmm. like I don't know even if there aren't a lot of people there like I look for that moment of mm-hmm. someone saying hey that makes me happy yeah 
I sort of want to talk about Old Bear for a little bit. Um, so, John, can you tell us a little bit of, like, what is what is Old Bear? People sure. Um, Old Bear is a music video production YouTube channel, <laughs> for the most part. Um, it kind of just started in college. I don't remember when exactly we started that up. It's junior year, I think. Junior year? Yeah. <clears throat> I was just around so many musical people, you know, Luke and uh, the Mellowells and Lupia and... Paradry and all these bands Jack from McCarthy, Jack yeah. McCarthy and so many, you know, it's pretty outrageous how many musical friends we have, um, in the Lancaster area. And, uh, it is kind of ridiculous. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> in a great way. It's luck. Yeah. yeah, yeah it's so lucky way. for it. Um, so yeah, I decided to start this. I don't really, I don't even remember why I've always been into videography. So I that was, was just probably to do just it. The, it was like, we know all these people. Yeah. Let's take advantage. Yeah. Of <laughs> Um, we started filming live acoustic sessions, and uh, that's something that has always meant a lot to me. Those sessions kind of, I don't know, what's, what's the right phrase? It's just a library of, of like, a solid four years of playing music in that scene. Yeah, and they're very, they feel very intimate, too. Like, it feels like whether... You're like on a cornfield, or you're in a random studio, just like singing. But yeah, I, I, I was just curious, like, what inspired you to, to start that? So it, the love <laughs> of like the fellow musicians around you, or yeah, that's definitely it. I, I always watch a lot of acoustic sessions, whether NPR or Cardinal sessions or whatnot. The Desk series, yeah, right, so good, <laughs> so good. I think you started because it's like just a way to practice as well. Like it was a good way to just yeah, it was a good way to just get, just out, get there out there with the camera, and right. Just, cool don't you think too with these with the old bear videos like i did all the recording i've ever done at lvc and i think there's a push at the studios at the at lvc to really um like do a good job for the most part like i think the people that i work with they really wanted to get a professional like high level quality that takes a lot of time and a lot of thought and a lot of i don't know time in the studio whereas like the old bear recordings are just there you know, mm-hmm. I think for Afraid to Be a Singer, we did one take. And for Cold War, the two of us did two takes. And that's it. You know, it's not like you're sitting there. I really like that because it's, it's sort of a lot. I felt like it allowed me to just perform it in a more, much more raw way. And you just don't get that when you're just trying to show that you can make a studio musician. Because a lot of college musicians mm-hmm. are just trying to say, like show we can make music at this level you know it feels more like, like a that. moment in time just yeah. like which is more right. clear to like what the music actually sounded like a lot of times <laughs> right <laughs> being performed around campus yeah. versus these perfectly polished albums that people were putting out which are fantastic for those reasons yeah i try to you know keep the quality professional you know um there are tons of videos that i haven't published just because of variables they don't look great they don't sound perfect so yeah, I wasn't yeah. trying to say that Old Bear doesn't seem oh, professional. No. <laughs> like, it totally, these videos no, look I, awesome. I think, and there are videos I haven't published because they don't feel natural. You know, they don't they don't feel relatable, so. Cool. Everything matters. I just want to, I want to know if there's another album coming out. So, yeah, it's going to be released in November. Um, so, I'm yeah. I'm really excited for it. Me too. So, um, it's three songs, so in, like, I feel bad only releasing three songs because I feel like we'd never, like, I don't know. Luke and I are both shaking our heads like, no. <laughs> Why um, would you feel bad? I don't know, because I feel like I always I always want to put more out. Like, I really always want to be doing more. Um, 
and it just takes us a very long time to do things. We but I'm very slowly. Yeah, but I think it feels right. Like these songs were written at LVC, um, and then like have grown after leaving college and you know going through that whole change. So it's very much like a part of the house's gardens um, vibe and story, I guess. Yeah. Um, but also like a step in a new direction. <clears throat> so I think it's a really cool little EP. Um, it's called Weeds. So houses, gardens, and weeds. It's kind of like this addendum to what we were originally doing. Um, yeah. It continues the theme of houses, gardens, but also lets us move away from it at the same time, which is really cool. Yeah. That's awesome. I'm excited. November. Yeah. <laughs> cool. All right. Well, I guess just where can we find worries and everything that you guys are up to online and everywhere else? Uh, so on Bandcamp, it's just worries.bandcamp.com. Um, we're on like Spotify and iTunes and every you know everything streaming. Um, all of our like social media stuff is Worries PA. Um, so follow us on there. Um, we're gonna find Old Bear and stuff too. Old Bear, uh, Old Bear Productions. Uh, just right into YouTube. You'll find everything. Cool. There's also oldbearproductions.com. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I'm just at Billy Gartrell. You're at John Paul Decker. Awesome. Well, thanks for doing this, guys. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> it's it was fun. really fun. <laughs> it's like becoming this like perfectly like twilight blue hour, so it's a good time to call to close. Awesome. Bye. Thanks so much for doing this, John and Billy. It was really awesome to be able to sit down and talk about everything that takes part in Worries. And I'm so excited for everyone to, you know, discover what Worries is all about. Make sure you download their album. Um, It's available on Bandcamp and on iTunes if you look up Worries. Um, And we'll make sure to link everything that you might need to connect with these guys on our show notes at www.romangolightly.com. But yeah, check us out there and you'll make sure we'll make sure that we link you to the right place so you can find all the awesome music. And um, yeah, make sure you subscribe and leave a review. Billy and John, um, actually, they wanted to treat you guys and I'm going to be playing um, a little bit of one of their albums uh, their newest EP's album songs is called Good Night, so you can enjoy that for your outro music today. And I will see you guys next Monday. I'll be back like the moon